Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dave. And I'm Matt. And we are... Root Beer Radio. That is right, and we are here with Jeremy from Soda Pop Bros. Hey, Jeremy. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Hi. You guys doing well up there, up north? Oh, yeah, sure you better, <laughs> don't you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we are, Matt and I are in Minnesota. The Great North, as the, is that what people say? We're not yeah, even that far. Like that. We're not even that much farther I, north than you are. Oh no, you're way farther north. Really? Yeah. Windsor, Canada, Windsor, Ontario. Windsor, Ontario. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is actually much farther north. <laughs> wow. We have palm trees here. Like it's banana trees, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, like. <laughs> so. That's that's the uh, joke in Canada, right? Is that uh, Windsor? Because <laughs> it, it barely snows here. It like it does, but it, it doesn't the, stick to the ground. So that from the lake? Uh, yeah, a little bit from the lake. But I mean, if you look on a map, we are uh, same. Uh, what is that? Latitude, longitude, latitude. It is uh, northern Italy, so. Oh, no which is and and Northern California, as far as I know. So, really? I, yeah. Oh yeah, no, we are way farther north. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> which is weird because I'm in the Great White North, but you're mm -hmm. you're you're in Tuke and uh, Snowmobile Land, right? That's so, right. That's that's yeah. us. <laughs> oh man. So man, well, welcome. So, Jeremy, you. You and I met uh, last fall, right? For the first time. Oh, no, it was it, it was summer because you went to uh, Cedar Point, right? Right. You had, it, was, uh, it was the last weekend. So it was like. Oh, right. What is, yeah, that? Okay. is that Labor Day? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, up here would be Labor Day. Right? Labor yeah. Day weekend. You, mm -hmm. We connected on Instagram for the first. That was our first, right, connection. It's via Instagram. Yeah. Messenger. I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, I was like, Hey, I'm going to be in Canada or in, in Detroit. Let's meet up. And so we traded rip ears and that well, was, you, you traded shards to me. Right. And, uh, uh, <laughs> no, you get, you gave, you gave me some, but you did have the, <laughs> uh, the glass bottle breaking experience with the, the airline and your clothing. And yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting on TSA for that. Uh, <laughs> for that refund. I lost all of my clothes that day. My the yeah, my old employer used to uh, when he would travel back from Europe, he would wrap uh, wine bottles in sweatshirts and put them into his luggage, and he never had anything anything bad happen. And like he'd bring like two full cases of wine back with him, and not a single bottle ever broke on him. Unreal. But Dave, just unlucky guy. There you yeah, go. Just, what, what can you do? How I do it? But, yep. But we got them new shippers that I sent you. So uh, yeah, uh, yeah, man, they're really cool. I I like to mention them because any chance I can get, Whale yeah. Pod shippers out of Lansing, mm -hmm. Michigan. I mean, honestly, everybody who trades root beers back and forth, get in on these guys, man, because these are heavy duty boxes. To be honest, uh, like they got like this rubber foam insert that keeps yeah. the root beers right in place. Like, and I'm not getting paid by them, by the way. It's, uh, <laughs> like, it's, it's honestly, these are awesome boxes. That looks yeah, so, awesome. 
So okay. great. I get put the caps in the top here. Yeah. yeah. And and different sizes even will sit in there, right? So anyway. But yeah, just nothing. Nothing broke. So and no, I haven't it, had one break yet. And I've sent tons everywhere. So Yeah, no, I I was also worried about about the weather up here because it, it gets pretty cold. That's why they don't often ship um, mm-hmm. or get in shipment to soda, like at Blue Sun Soda Shop um, during the winter because things mm-hmm. freeze and it's way too expensive to pay for for like climate controlled shipping. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, I think my last shipment, when I asked about it, it was like uh, 1400 American. Now we do the exchange on that. It's over two grand Canadian, yeah. right? So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, not cool. <laughs> so, man, but it's a so, bit much. Yeah. Just for a heated trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeremy, since we met, a lot's, a lot's happened for you, at least, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess when we met, I was looking at doing a YouTube show, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, setting up a root, uh, not root beer, but essentially a soda festival that kind of was in Detroit that did Canada and the States. And then COVID-19 happened. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so it totally shifted gears, right? So, but, and uh, so what happened is I, I, okay, well, I'm going to open up my own store. And, but what, what that was from is I, I seen this old Grumman Olson, 1973 Grumman Olson, uh, like ice cream truck. I was like, Oh, I'm going to get in that. I'm going to sell sodas. So, so I bought this truck. Right. And I mean, yeah. it's still in the shop. So <laughs> that'll give you an idea on that. Right. So I did some deliveries in it is it's, it's just, it was limping through deliveries for a week or two. Right. So, and then, then I decided to tear it all down and have a buddy in there uh, wrapping it and with all my colors and stuff like that. It's going to look real great. But that truck kind of spawned on, Hey, I'm going to do this as a business. Cause I was a truck driver. Mm-hmm. It's how I got into sodas is driving all over and Dave, you know, Northern Ohio is like riddled with soda shops. Yeah. Uh, you got Bia Sweeties down there. You got, you know, tons of stuff. There's soda everywhere down there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I went right through, uh, your old grounds really there. Uh, uh, what was that? The, uni- what was that university down there? I Bowling Green. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I used to go, you know, head down through there and every place had their own sodas and stuff like that. Kentucky had their own and that got me into it. And then, so I get the truck, I start doing like just local deliveries. And you got to realize you have to, uh, Canada isn't like other places. Like we don't have glass bottle sodas here. Mm-hmm. It's hmm. just it's it, like we do, but it's so niche. It's like, no, it, they're hard to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, craft really isn't a thing anymore. Um, pretty much Coke and Pepsi have bought all these bottling facilities and just like bought them out and closed them period. Hmm. That was what happened. And so it's almost like a, an industry that is just untouched here. So I got into it and then uh, had a friend uh, reach out to me and, hey, why, you know, don't just do that. Make your own soda line. So here we are. And yeah. I I was just going to do all this stuff online. And then, I don't know, I just got this mentality of don't stop. So uh, we opened a store. Which yeah, that's exciting. Is, yeah. That's exciting like stuff. This week, right? Or last week? 
Well, we're waiting. <laughs> waiting for some bureaucracy. Uh, there's there's a lot that goes on to it. Uh, like I have, what is it? Something like six licenses to open a store here. So like Ooh. I have to, like in that, I haven't got into the sign licenses because you need a license for every sign, a permit. Mm -hmm. So like if I put a sticker on my door, I need a permit for that. Uh, and if I put, like it's every sign I have needs a permit, right? So, and then I have like my provincial, which would be state on your end, and then the mm -hmm. Canadian license because I import soda, and then which is another whole ball of yarn with the mm -hmm. French Canadian thing, uh, the French English thing going on, and then I have my local city wants their cut of the pie with uh, a license as well, right? So, and each of these take. Oh, and the health board. They wanted to come in because I'm operating a food establishment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, at least they're free. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been, it's, been, it's been challenging, but it's been because, uh, I mean, I'm a truck driver. I, I know the border stuff. I know soda. But all this stuff was me learning on the fly, mm -hmm. Yeah. which uh, it's really tough to do. And I had to set up a website. Never done that. It's yeah. uh, like, it's, <laughs> I barely, I, I wake up, you know, really early and I go to bed really late. Yeah. That's, you know, so yeah, that's, that's the, been good. That's the life of a, a startup business of any kind, really. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. But that, that it's really exciting to hear because, uh, you know, like Dave and I have been like on the hunt for the, uh, the best root beer that we can find or possibly make ourselves. And so mm -hmm. I've, I've got tons of questions on what it was like to, uh you know start your own soda line you know um like did you have like how much of an involvement did you have in the like creation or curation of the actual flavoring for your sodas i mean like my guy that he's mm -hmm. an old he's an old school guy right mm -hmm. like he's just uh, like i phoned around quite a bit in canada uh because of coke and pepsi pretty much uh getting a phone call back and this is pretty usual for anything in the Canada, to be honest. Uh, like, not even soda brands would phone me back until they, they were like, oh, he's serious. He is opening a store. Like, they wouldn't even phone me back. So they certainly weren't going to uh, bottle my product. Uh, right. And unlike in the States where you'll get, like, a small batch brewery that will bottle your product, they will not give up their vats or anything for that up here because the margins on alcohol are so... And, and they're, I guess to say they're uh, guidelines and stuff for everything, mm -hmm. because the wash down would be so costly from going from one product to, it, it's ridiculous, right? So unlike places in the States where every brewery has their own root beer, sometimes like in Michigan, they do anyway, especially mm -hmm. uh, Grand Rapids, they have their own cherry flavor or soda or whatever. That just doesn't exist in Canada. Nowhere really has it. There's a few, but it's far and few between, and it's like just kind of like a, not a joke, but it's just kind of a thing for kids, and they're just doing it as an off thing. Like, it's not serious, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, it, I don't know. So what happened there is, just out of the blue, I had a guy, like, message me on Facebook, uh, we've become really good friends. Uh, and he was just like, Hey, like, uh, you know, I, this senior looking for your own soda line, blah, blah, blah. 
I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I phoned around. There's lots of private label beverage places. They'll, they'll mm-hmm. grab you. But yeah. the thing with him is that he was willing to do flavor tweaking that I needed for Canadian public. He was willing to take um, maybe his profiles and tweak them to what I wanted them to be. So they are kind of both of us doing it, essentially. Um, Like the root beer, like I I built, okay, that's got a little too much carbonation or that doesn't have enough. And so we throw things back and forth in that that regard. And and we've become really good friends. And uh, unfortunately with COVID, I'd be down there helping them do all the bottling and learning to yeah. do everything but i it's just it's just not happening right now it's gonna happen in about a month because uh i am a truck driver so what goes on there is uh <laughs> if i have an order to pick up down in rochester uh <laughs> i can uh essentially go and uh pick it up and mm-hmm. meet them for the first time and they're awesome they're awesome old italian dudes uh there's a massive italian community in windsor ontario it's just He's old school. I'm old school. It really worked tremendously. And like, like I would bounce flavors off him. Like, uh, you know, I know Sprecher's got their maple root beer. Wait till you have mine. Like it's yeah. happening. Man. I'll be, like, I'll be it, excited like, to try it. Yeah. I can't wait. Like, like yeah. you gotta realize he, he does like, uh, soda is his business, but it's not his only business. Like he, he mm-hmm. does other like he, it's a drive-in. I don't know if they have those in Minnesota where you drive in to the store and they load stuff into your car. Like it's a like a garage, drive-through garage type of thing where they load yeah. beer into your car. And they, <laughs> we have we do have a drive-in. There is a drive-through liquor store in St. Paul. Yeah. Uh, so these sort of yeah. things kind of exist here, but not in not very prolific. Uh, they're not very prolific. You know, I know, I know in Ohio, they're yeah. everywhere. Oh yeah. Right? It was weird. They're like they're, they're awesome. They're everywhere. And you could get like anything, right? You just yeah. drive it. Oh, I'll take that sticky hand that I can grab stuff across yeah. the room, you know, yeah, big awesome. flexible hands. I, they have big, I'll take the big glasses with, you know, sparklers on it, you know, whatever they have it all there. Right. So just point at, they got, yeah. so he's, it's, his isn't that it's, it's like a beverage place. You know what I mean? Okay. It's a big beverage warehouse. And he has his, his own line, and then it just became like, hey, you're the Canadian arm of it because it became like I would start suggesting flavors. Like I was like, hey, I, I want a banana banafe, which is a banana. Mm-hmm. Like that's big in England, right? Like yeah. it's a banana caramel uh, hmm. dessert, and I want I not a lot of places have banana soda. I will right. tell you that right yeah. now. And 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 I wanted my own. And uh, I wanted the maple root beer. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, Schweppes took away the raspberry ginger ale this year. I'm pretty pissed about it. So I want my own. (laughs) Like I I just, we bounce ideas off at one another Mm -hmm. big time. So, yeah. So I I don't know, like he's doing it, but it's, it's mainly because of COVID that we aren't both doing it at at this point. Right. Yeah. Uh, You, you brought up an interesting, uh, thing at the beginning of this uh you know differences between canadian and american palates uh, or like what what would you say is like uh the biggest difference that uh canadian like uh, canadian soda drinkers are looking for is it more of like a, a less sweet product is it because you know here in the states we tend to have like an addiction to sugar so uh first off corn syrup sucks up here <laughs> we do not like people just don't like corn syrup Okay. And the other thing is, I don't know why. And this is, this is 
this is something I've introduced is because uh, they do not like carbonation. That's... It's it, it like all, almost every product up here will be flat by the time you're done the can, bottle, whatever. Hmm. So when they have mine, it's it's <laughs> it's something for them because my stuff's pretty carbonated. It's like a European carbonation. Like it's it's high. Yeah. And uh, some people, it turns them off, and others are just like, "Wow, this is what soda should be." Sure. So right. I yeah. don't know what it is in the states. Like uh, I like the other thing is really strong flavors. They want really like really whatever that flavor uh hint is like say it's a lime like i put out a lime ricky it's it's lime like it's got a lot of bite to it man huh. like they really want that so yeah I, I would say that's something that's uh you know at least something i've noticed in the states like i used to work at a winery um and you know talking with, with people about sodas uh, and stuff now my experience is that like if a flavor tends to be like a little too over the top uh, it can be uh, off-putting, and like for me, that's what I want. Like when we we've been trying to make these natural natural root beers, and my biggest challenge was getting something with enough flavor where I'm like, I, where I knew what I was drinking. And like when I've handed out samples every now and then, like to my wife, and she's like, you know, yeah, this is this tastes fine. I'm like, yeah, but it's not what I want. You know, it doesn't have enough. It's not you know in your face. It's not you know, distinctive enough is kind of what I'm trying to get to. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I struggled with that because the root beer I sent you, Dave, uh, it's, I'm not going to say like, I put it out like, so that kids will like it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, like that. And they'll, they'll taste, it. it'll taste like, you know, I'm not going to say it tastes like A&W Canadian, right. uh, root beer, which is, you know, the best A&W root beer. Uh, but uh, it's, it's not, it's, it's along that line where it's yeah. like, you know, a kid's going to be like, he's not going to be like, holy smokes, that tastes like black licorice. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Which I like, <laughs> like, I like really strong root beer, you know, yeah. I love, I love the, the strong flavor profile, but you know, not, it turns off as many people as it turns on. Right. Right. So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I think that's I, that's probably definitely why the American kind of uh, styling, I guess, on a lot of sodas is as kind of uh, non-distinct as possible. So it can hit the largest market over all 50 yeah. states. And so they oh, want to sure. tweak it. So like, oh, stuff from Minnesota is going to taste different in, than in Wisconsin or Texas or wherever. So cause That's true. The States is quite a, you know... <laughs> There's a lot of different uh, profiles of what people want around uh, around the entire country. So yeah. it's it's like that in Canada too. Yeah. I, I would say that like Quebec palette compared mm -hmm. to like an Ontario palette compared to like East Coast, they're all different. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like the the like out in Newfoundland and stuff, it's mm -hmm. they love uh, birch beer. Like they love it here. It's, I mean, some people like it, but it's not really heard of around here. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's, it's bizarre. It's, it, 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 but yeah, I would say it's, it's a really, they like the stronger flavors. They, they want to know what they're drinking and they want to, and they don't want that corn syrup film on their tongue is I, it, they just, they're not into it. And, uh, plastic, uh, if it's pet bottles, I mean, you get younger kids like the pet bottles 
older generation is going to want glass, and then there's these weirdos that like cans, and I don't know. Yeah. I, they're not weirdos, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, you know, preference yeah. of cans over a glass bottle is beyond me, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we've done a few episodes on uh, packaging and our interpretations, and I think generally speaking, uh, Dave, you and I prefer glass over everything. Well, tap. Oh, tap. One. Of course, tap. Well, you know, stainless yeah. steel keg or whatever. And... Yeah. Absolutely. Otherwise, <laughs> Absolutely. But I'm not opposed to drinking a root beer out of a can. Well, mm-hmm. pouring it out of a can into a glass. No, and there's, you know, there are a lot of companies that just do cans right now, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're fantastic. Uh, I, I don't mind the cans either. It's it's yeah. not a problem with that. And it's and to be honest, uh, like, uh, it's funny because up in any national park in Canada, like, you can't take glass anyway. Right. So you, you, you're relegated to cans anyway. So, right. um, but you know, it's, 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 I guess, uh, up in Canada, like uh, even with our normal beer, like, uh, the returns on bottles is 10 cents and the returns on cans is five cents. Yet the cans cost like a uh, quarter times, like 25% more than the bottles. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre. <laughs> like it's like, and it's because the national park thing and you can't take class. So sure. they, they try and nail you on these long weekends to get the cans and they, Oh, it's, <laughs> it's a, it's a racket, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, why I, yeah. I like cans. I mean, I like cans. They serve a purpose in my life. As far as like being on a boat, you can't take glass on a boat in no. a lot of lakes <laughs> in Minnesota. So, Oh, going out on wow. the that's interesting. I know, right? Who knew? Yeah. What do you What are you gonna do when you need SOS? You can't put a you know plug in a can and throw it out the you know <laughs> around the lake there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not to say there aren't black bottles. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's but the plastic is I I I don't know. I don't I don't get it. I don't. It's horrible. To be honest, like it's just I, I, I don't. You'll never convince. Nothing I've ever tasted in plastic. I'm like, whoa, that that hits the spot. Right. Yeah, I agree <laughs> on that. I, I think we all agree on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like, I don't know what it is about uh, the plastic bottle. I, I don't know if it has like a micro oxygenation, um, like because plastic is slightly porous. Or if it the plastic film is kind of leaking into the into the product or whatever, but everything about the plastic bottle I dislike, uh, with the exception of maybe its durability. But you like you can't recycle it, uh, well not well, and you know there's an environment. You know, making plastics is is gross in the first place, and then the product tastes poor, and I can't think of like many redeeming redeeming qualities for using a plastic bottle. Other than well, shipping, maybe. What, but, well, shipping, but the the truth is, and, and this is a lot of people really lambaste me for this, but there is a, a big study. It just came out. Uh, I It might just be Canada, CBC Canada. I don't know. But uh, it's uh, they say that plastic is the least environmentally. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because the amount of energy it takes to heat glass is actually a lot of energy to make glass. It, so it becomes more environmentally impactful than plastic, which is, I don't know. I wonder, I wonder if it's a, uh, I wonder if part of this is in a, like a, a factor in convincing 
the public to actually recycle their plastic goods. Because right. like, if you live in a major metro area, that's not like, at least here in the States, it's not that hard to recycle. But if you live out in the country, mm-hmm. you, you've got very few options, if any. So a lot of people just throw their stuff away. Well, recycling is really big in Canada. Like we don't really have bottle returns other than on alcohol. Like there's mm-hmm. like ours don't have like just people. Oh, you get you get shamed if you don't recycle here. Like flat yeah. out, it's like everybody recycles here. Yeah. It should be absolutely. Yeah. But at the you know at the same time, it's like you know we've all found out later in life where all that plastic goes and yeah. you know and that it wasn't actually you know yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. and, and you know, especially out in uh, you know rural uh, America, there's uh, since you don't have an option to actually recycle the plastic, you know, people just cut out the middleman, just throw it in the landfill in the first place. So, yeah, um, yeah, we because everything's so spread out here in the states, it's a little kind of hard to, you know, build up the uh, recycling. What's the word? Infrastructure. That's the word I'm looking for. Like I know, I know Canada is also uh, spread out uh, as well, but uh, there's, uh, I guess there's less political or uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Dave? Not not political. The like a civic uh, involvement in recycling. There's not as much uh, encouragement to do so. I don't know what I don't know what I'm trying to get at. People what? don't shame as much as they should. Yeah. Not recycling. I mean, yeah. Anyway. Well, did you did you guys like learn like for you know Earth Week in school right. in my schools like all the way through school like we man they pulled out the blue boxes and got you to sort them and oh there's a gold star and right. like they did that for grade after grade here. In my generation, like now, it's just everybody recycles here i did and i think a lot of that had to do with uh like the blue boxes were free like mm-hmm. they gave them out and like that was like it automatically became part of our taxes right like mm-hmm. it's like, oh blue box bank there everybody's got a blue box you know mm-hmm. and, and you know people were using it to carry around records for a while and then yeah. uh you know then they started using it for real stuff like actually what was <laughs> for <Right>. so <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's. I, I think that's part of the part of the thing is that it was really ingrained into us as kids, and it's still uh, to this mm-hmm. day really, really ingrained into us. And uh, like every kids show, it, it was all over kids shows mm-hmm. when I was a kid, hmm. the special segments and stuff. Not just Captain Planet either. Oh, know. the greatest! It was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so man, yeah. theme song, you guys. It is an awesome theme song. I love theme songs. TV yeah. theme songs are like the best. Agreed. And it, <laughs> it, there's just not a lot of them anymore. Like they just, oh. you know. But, it's not the same. Yeah. Man, I wish we had. I can't movie. even. I can't even think of a theme song really. Like well, nowadays, can you? Uh, nowadays, let's see. Well, I mean, so you know, I have a two and a half year old, so I know a lot of the kids shows like Puppy Dog House. Yeah. Right, right. But like family ties, like you don't get like family ties theme song or Golden Girls theme song right. or like you, right. like those are like yeah. the, a few notes and you know exactly, yeah, exactly. they're pull, they're pulling out B Arthur in a couple seconds here yeah. cause, you know like <laughs> yeah so like yeah, it, yeah it just doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah. Do you think uh, do you think you're gonna write a jingle or get a jingle uh, produced for your store? 
Okay, so yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been so busy. I I, I wrote. Okay, so <laughs> there's a there's a uh, a famous Canadian musician that was part of a band called the Max Webster Band, and his name's Kim Mitchell, and he's a DJ for Q107, one of Canada's rock stations, and he has a song called "Go for a Soda," and it's you know it's about it's it's kind of like a like an anti-drinking and driving mm-hmm. type of like it's it's a hey drink a soda instead of getting slosh type of thing uh kind of homage to that but i yeah it'd be great to have kim mitchell to do it um but you know and granted i'd like if i was doing a show like on a youtube show i'd, I'd invite him on i yeah sure and he is the type of personable per like he's very personable i guarantee he would do it mm-hmm. like he, he would yeah. like um but what I would rather do is have a, like a variety of people rewrite, not rewrite his song, but reorchestrate it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be it's, cool. It's, that that's my thing. Like, have a country version. Like, have like an Orf instrument version. Like, and and I'll tell you that the the lick of the song is like a classic rock song. Mm-hmm. The lick of the song is actually very technical, very difficult. Uh, like, I have a a really good uh, uh, friend that's a guitarist that uh, it's it's one of his favorite licks and he's he's ready to go but uh, he wants to do a surf version possibly for me so that'd be really cool right um, yeah awesome. yeah Dave, Dave you wrote our jingle I did write our jingle <laughs> and yeah. it's fantastic I, I <laughs> thank you I'm man. serious man I sing it uh, all the time I'm not kidding yeah it warms my heart <laughs> Does it? <laughs> oh, what a jam! Jen, Jen will hum it every now and then. Like she I should. got your helmet, helmet. Does she listen so. to our podcast? I don't think she does. She's probably watching. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Kim, there's people watch. out there. I've seen the likes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not seeking, trying to seek validation from my wife on this one. Nah, but. we're beyond that. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Okay, uh, sorry, I'm trying to do some quick reading here. Um, so this, uh, so your soda uh, pop bros shop, we kind of went over that you started out with the, you know, trucking uh, and you know, tasting sodas from all over. What do you have a favorite root beer that you've tried so far? Um, yeah. Sheesh. Uh, I mean, like at some point, like the the variety. Well, I did. I I did send it to you, and I. It's kind of weird because I'm gonna go down a weird rabbit hole here. Yeah. I sent you JJ Stewart's. Do you remember that? It was from PEI. Yeah. It had like a, and you guys liked it. I remember Mm -hmm. that in that in that podcast. Blue label. Blue label with like a a guy that you know orange and it was from pei and it was you know a blue label orange yeah it was fantastic it's, it's definitely up there for me um i've messaged him phoned him i mean if i could send paper airplanes far enough i would and this dude just will not message me back like i i can't i can't i've tried to get i've told him i'm like hey man like i'm trying to get you a following here like i got people all over that want your root beer because 
you know, it's really good. Everybody who tries it is like, wow, that is really tasty root beer. Yeah. And uh, I'll be damned if I could find it. Other than I, I might have somebody out east. But you got to realize what PEI, what it takes to get anything off PEI. Because there's another soda there that mm-hmm. it's the best raspberry soda you will ever have in your life. And it's Anne of Green Gables Raspberry Cordial Soda. It's yeah. L.M. Montgomery's story of Anne of Green Gables and she in the story she drank raspberry cordial well somebody went out and made raspberry cordial soda and it is the it's in my top 10 of sodas period right but it's almost seven dollars a bottle by the time I get it here because it's oh yeah because it's got to go across uh like a ferry to get to the mainland that ferry's like 80 bucks and then, and then once you get it to the mainland, it's got to be shipped over like in Canada. And, oh man. It's, and, and I think that's why the root beer situation hasn't happened because, uh, and, and it's funny because PEI is all glass bottles, which is interesting hmm. uh, that, that most of their stuff's in glass bottles. They still do that there. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, he hasn't messaged me back. It's one of my favorites. I haven't had it since I sent it to you guys, to be honest. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, we've had that same experience with not that company, but other, other people as well. Mm-hmm. So I, I know how you feel. Yeah. Hey, right. how are your thoughts on the uh, Virgil's Bavarian nutmeg? <sighs> yeah, I know. I'm okay. So, so, I mean, I'm I'm probably one of the only guys that has it in Canada. I'm selling it, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. I got 120 bottles sent to me. What happened is I knew it was coming, mm-hmm. and I I, I I got a. I can't remember who leaked it to me. I think I think it might have been somebody from Virgil's at the time, or a wholesaler around here told me. So I knew the day it was coming out, and uh, so I waited on the website, and I was like, well, okay, I'm, I get it. So that day they shipped to Canada. That the first day, I mean, mm-hmm. at midnight, they shipped to Canada. By about 12 the next day, they didn't. <laughs> so, like, I, th- I think they I think they pulled it back because there, it wasn't an option anymore. I knew it probably wouldn't have got through the border, to be honest, anyway. Mm-hmm. I knew it would have been trash by the time it got here. Mm-hmm. So I had it sent to the States, and then I brought it over here. Sure. Um, you know through truck driving friends and stuff like that of mine and uh so pretty much i'm the only guy who has it um yeah. now my thoughts on it it's not how i remember it no same at all i was just thinking yeah. that as i'm drinking it all evening it's not yeah. the same no no it's it, uh, where's the nutmeg that's what i'm asking yeah. <laughs> like, right yeah matt matt just texted me about their original original brew their current like yeah standard brew yeah, yeah i had it last night and uh i just went to the blue sun sh- soda shop you know about a week ago and i picked up a variety and i had virgil's in there and i remember liking it a ton and so i'm like you know what i'm gonna get through these uh rip beers that i haven't tried before i'm gonna end on a high note with one i know that i like it's gonna be great and i crack it last night and i'm like i can't drink this I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Uh, I mean, I I like herbal. I like med, you know that kind of almost medicinal yeah. quality in some root beers. I like yeah, like Bundaberg. You love it, right? Oh, I don't. 
but 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 Vir, that bottle of Virgil's reminded me a little bit of Blunderberg last night, and I'm like, I, I'm not I'm not finishing this. It, this uh, so I'm really. I'm really confused as to what happened. So, correct me if I'm wrong, though, Dave. Is it is, is it not the one of the smoothest root beers? Like it's like silk, Virgil's. But the this the the newest Bavarian nutmeg. It is like silk, mm-hmm. but it is not. There's no flavor. Right. Like it's like silk. It's like so smooth, but it's like, where's the nutmeg? It doesn't taste like the original. And I wonder, because a lot of a lot of guys like on, you know, the Facebook page, Rip Your Hunters Facebook page, they they bought a bunch or they got a bunch. And I'm wondering what everybody's thinking about it, honestly. Yeah. You know, we should uh we should reach out and ask to see if you know, like like maybe conduct a poll on on the on the page to see if uh what people's opinions were about it. Because I'm sure a bunch of people have it by now. If you've never had it before, mm-hmm. in my opinion, if you never had the first batch from like, what was it, 2016? I think mm-hmm. 2014 or something. If you never had that, this will be a really good root beer. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. But if you had the first batch, I think you're going to be like, okay, where, what happened? Right. Yeah. You know, like, and, and I got to ask, do you have it? Uh, ice cold, or do you kind of get it warm? It's been in my fridge, but it's after you know we've been on here for a half hour. It's starting to warm yeah. up a little bit. Because I actually found that it actually brought out a lot of flavor once as, it was kind of cracked up. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I, and and so, a lot of sodas are like that. Like uh, right. grape, a lot of grape sodas. If they, it's like a red wine, right? Like if mm-hmm. it warms a little bit, you're like, oh wow, that that. Like even my grape that I have out, it's. It, um, it's not as good ice ice cold as it is when it's like just chilly right so oh, yeah. yeah and and i'm the weird one uh i grew up with uh my parents didn't want to keep any uh sacrifice any refrigerator space for uh <laughs> sodas and so i grew up drinking diet caffeine free uh sodas of you know whatever brand and they were warm and i just learned oh. to like it that way <laughs> and so, like, I do like sodas chilled now. It's just, like, if it's warm, I'm not going to, you know, push it away or not, or anything. I, I'll still drink it, but it's it's a little weird quirk that I think I have, just from uh, experience. That, that's okay, because I, I, I grew up with chips, potato chips, in the freezer. What? That was, that's yeah. a thing? <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a... I. <laughs> I'll tell you, you got like potato, like a like a good ruffles plain, mm-hmm. and 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 you get like a well, you guys don't have Philadelphia cream cheese dip down there. Uh, uh, we don't. So I no no you don't. Oh. I know this because my wife's American, right? She's from Michigan, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I gave her when uh, she came here is uh, the milk products from here, and I don't give a rats behind about uh, your milk products ours are superior in every way shape or form i can't be convinced differently and she's convinced now too she worked at a dairy queen for like seven years and she came up here and i was like oh let's go dairy queen and she's like oh it'd be the same no not even close she's like i can't even oh. eat american dairy queen anymore because it's not even like it's 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 like iced water okay. at this point in time to her so, so probably gonna like bounce across the border when it's open again up you know across international falls yeah you stop by dairy queen yeah stop by dairy queen and get yourself a philadelphia 
cream cheese. Now you gotta like onion, but they have a dill pickle one too. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. they also have a salmon one. Oh no, but oh, okay. <laughs> Ruffles, Ruffles playing with salmon. Mm. No, but and they had. I don't know if they still have it, but they had it for a while. So they have these, and they, I think they have an herb and garlic and stuff like that. But the the best one is is a French onion dip. But it's, you gotta realize it's like the consistency of cream cheese with onion dip in it. So it is so rich and delicious. <laughs> It's it, honestly, it's amazing, man. Like it, that hell of a stuff. Okay. Nothing. All right. <laughs> I trust you. I can't wait. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, you know, especially like you know, I've traveled a little bit in my life, and what I've noticed is that food just seems to taste way more intense outside of the states, and I mean, like you'll find great you know places you know around uh around here but like on on the whole like mom and dop, uh, mom and pop diners and that sort of thing it's really bland food a lot of the time and a lot of the stuff you can buy in the supermarket unless it's like a specialty thing it's not going to be very like in your face with you know character so yeah yeah, yeah. i i think that like i dated a japanese girl for a long time and uh i will say like she would complain about the canadian stuff right because in japan like their flavors are like punch it in the face like mm-hmm. you know like it, it is intense like their black licorice is like here have some of this like, right. you know, like, yeah. like it is intense yeah so each place has their own palate like i said canadians mm-hmm. want like a really strong palate and mm-hmm. stuff but not overwhelming i guess i the it's it's so weird because everywhere's different quebec's big on the really sweet stuff and Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's huh. it's it's like that everywhere, right? So yeah. But I I love the differences between the same products in different countries. I've always loved that. I've always liked yeah. that, that that little, especially with sodas. It's really cool. It's, yeah, that's a very that's a very interesting like uh, thing that you can have a regional flavor or a regional product for a like a an international brand, which yeah. is yeah. kind of crazy. Like well, it, Coca Cola is way better than what like, is it? Is I, it I think it's way better i think it's the same i think it's a mar- it's like a marketing ploy like we have a, a company up here called maple leaf it's a it's like makes hot dogs right and yeah. they came out with this stuff called top dogs about I don't know, a couple decades ago and the, the big thing with the top dogs a they were a dollar more but b they had uh vitamin b12 and d added oh. which Every meat has vitamin B12 and D. So really, it was just a packaging situation here. So is the Mexican Coke different? Because I've seen a lot of YouTube videos where it's like, yeah, it's just a packaging thing. It's the same. I haven't been down to Mexico in, oh, geez, at least eight years. So I can't really say for sure because I haven't had it in, you know, that time. Uh, Right. But I remember, like, you know, in my early 20s, like having one, I'm going, what the hell? You know, this, this, it, it just, it seemed to have way more flavor to me. I don't know if that's like, you know, because I'm on vacation and, you know, things are, things are nice in life and everything else, but uh, it just seemed to be a lot, a lot better. And I don't know if that's like a corn sugar versus cane sugar argument or not, but. See, if you compare, mm-hmm. I think if you compared like a, you'll, you'll, you know, Coke sometimes comes out with a, a sugar version mm-hmm. i think if you compared them 
you'd be like, okay, they're saying. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think I think because we have a big Mexican community up here, we have uh, probably some of the most greenhouses around in North America right now. Like, uh, there's we have uh, the situation right outside of like uh, it's about fifty kilometers. Uh, mm-hmm. Rack that up for whatever miles that is. Uh, yeah, whichever. Like anyway, 30, fifty kilometers. 30, yeah, fifty yeah. kilometers south of here. Yeah, thirty. There you go. Fifty yeah. uh, kilometers south of here, we have uh, a light pollution problem that you can actually. It looks like there's like a nuclear explosion going off because there's so many greenhouses. So we have a giant Mexican community that comes up and works in the greenhouses. So we have all these Mexican stores. Mm-hmm. that have massive amounts of uh, Mexican soda. Like, I mean, they're made by JEP, which G-E-P-P, which mm-hmm. is like a Pepsi, uh, Pepsi company. Like they, they have, which is really weird because they also make the Fanta, which mm-hmm. is normally a Coke product. Mm-hmm. It's it's really strange. They make Squirt yeah. and like their Fresca is, it's not even the same stuff. Like really? it's, it's not, oh no, it's, it's not sugar-free. It's Fresca down there is a grapefruit like squirt sure it's got sugar in it that it's, is fascinating yeah it's 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 wild and again that that plays into the like the same product mm-hmm. different country right. that tastes totally different right like a and w is the best example of it because of how it's been se- the actual company has been sectioned off between canada united states and even within the united states with who makes the restaurant version and who Mm -hmm. makes the can version and then the canadian version is even separate from that Hmm. so which is better obviously the canadian a and w i think is it well i think that having it on tap from the restaurant to me is the best but canadian a and w is better than american glass bottle a and w yes i agree yeah. I actually have a handful of Canadian root beers that I either got from you or I got when I was up in International Falls. And then I right. have the American counterpart as well. So the plan is to try them back to back and see if there's awesome. this. Yeah. Um, so you got like Barks? You got yep. like Barks root beer? Because I, I will say Barks is better in the States. It's completely different. It's a completely different soda. Oh, for sure. It's wild. Yeah, yeah it's, it is. It is wild. So, and, and it's really funny right now because, uh, like in Canada, <laughs> the sodas in Canada, the soda scene in Canada is really funny right now because you can't get most of the sodas you guys down have down there. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, like I had, I sold probably maybe 120 cases of Verner's in cans before Christmas. I was almost the only guy in Windsor. Like, in Windsor, this is, like, it's everybody's favorite soda. Werner's ginger ale. Yeah. I don't know why, because it's not ginger ale. But uh, <laughs> it's like compared to Blenheim or something. Come on. Like, yeah. Come on. Anyways, they really love Werner's, right? They just, they go nuts over it, right? Yeah. So, nowhere sold it. Like, Pepsi stopped producing it in Canada. Period. They just, oh, back in like March, COVID started, right. aluminum can shortages started. Right. There is no, put it this way, like Diet A&W doesn't exist here right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, diet, uh, say Wild Cherry Pepsi, like just Diet 
you name it, man. Like it's it's yeah. mainly about ten sodas. That's it. Diet diet Dr Pepper. Not here. Huh. You can't get it. Like I mean, even in Toronto, you cannot get it. Wow. Like it's that's fascinating. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So so me bringing all this stuff over here right now is very interesting. Let me tell you, it's it's yeah, it's it's something else, especially in the glass bottles. It's 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 kind of introducing something. Like I mean, it was always there, for, mm -hmm. but this is bringing people back to like when they were kids. Like most of my customers who come in, they're my age or older. Sure. It's like I have kids that come in, mm -hmm. but it's my age or old. And I tell you, the kids that come in, they come in because like I got major melon the mountain dew new major melon mountain right, dew right? right so i had it the day after it came out right so like everybody was oh you know they they, they went nuts over it yeah. right and i was a i was a day ahead of everybody yeah. but like kids streamed in it wasn't adults who streamed in mm -hmm. to get that it was kids like they yeah. they wanted that and they have this there's this whole culture up here like i mean like one major melon can i know i sold a lot of mine to a reseller in canada and i'm selling it like say like a buck 25 buck 50 a can yeah it's you know like like a variety store except a little more because i have to import right? right but that guy turned around he's probably selling it for five bucks a can crazy all day yeah yeah oh yeah what do you like say that, yeah what do you say that most of your customers are actually like uh like a resale or is it do you actually retail quite a bit of your sodas i guess uh, it's kind of an interesting time to you know examine that but so I, I probably, I, I retail the most right now. Mm -hmm. I know, like I'm in like, like I'm in Wamburger, Wamburg here. I'm in Sid's, uh, Sid's uh, sandwich company here. I'm in like a, you know, Snack City Pop Notch here, which is a popcorn place. I'm in like, a, like Happier Camper. I, I know they have that here, but they have it up here called Happier Camper Canada, which is a, mm -hmm. like, I, I put it everywhere, man. And, and mm -hmm. uh, I'm in all these places doing wholesale and it, it was very minimal effort to do it. And, and it's really taken off. I, you know, I have a local variety store, PJs. I, I made sure it was mm -hmm. a local guy that did local stuff. Cause I really, really stress that right now. And I'll tell you, that's really what has helped me with the wholesale and really mm -hmm. helped me launching in Windsor is that, Hey, it's Windsor soda. It's, it's Rose city soda. Yeah. And, it's a real big push. Like if you, if you go with the local thing like it is, uh, it's going to sell and, and people are going to love it. And then it's just going to expand in Canada because it's glass bottle soda. So I yeah. knew I was onto something mm -hmm. there, mm -hmm. but so I know once my truck's rocking, which is supposed to be next week, yeah, my wholesale, I will really hit it hard. So yeah. I'm going to say that my wholesale will probably eventually out, do my my retail but right now it's it's definitely retail shipping's last i have a few guys in the states that get stuff off of me because I, i'm actually sometimes cheaper than an american counterpart because <laughs> don't forget it's canadian dollars on my site right so <laughs> you automatically get that the, uh, mm -hmm. you know they, they order stuff off me i mean and i have ways around shipping and stuff like that to make it cheaper mm -hmm. for people i really work with people so it, like if they email me hey man your shipping's pretty high oh okay you know I'll like let, let's see what i can do for you but yeah i would i would say i would say it's retail now but i, I can tell that it will yeah. be wholesale for sure absolutely so that's that, uh, that's really fascinating and i'm really hoping that uh like there there's 
a lot of local effort, uh, you know, push pushes to keep business local, uh, especially now during COVID. And that's something I really hope continues because, oh, yeah. you know, like at, le at least like a lot of us have found out how like dependent we were on like Amazon to get <laughs> things during this time. Yeah. And like, it, it, it's really heartbreaking to look down your street and see like the mom and pop shop just uh, close up because they weren't able to, uh, to handle it. And, but it's I'll, nice I'll, to see these locals support each other. I will tell you, okay, so all the companies I said that pretty much um, I wholesale to, mm -hmm. except except for, you know, PJ's Variety and stuff like that, all these companies that I wholesale to, actually most of them started up during COVID. Almost all of them. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they're awesome. thriving. They're yeah. thriving because they can only go upward. <laughs> okay, and like you can only go up. And they started out just like I did. I went, I, I have to be online right off the hop. I knew I had to be online. I knew I had to do delivery to people's houses. I knew I had to do all this. And I knew I couldn't use DoorDash. I knew I couldn't use Uber Eats. I knew I had to do it myself to make money. Right. right. So I set myself up for COVID. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas all these other places adapted. And then they start getting charged by Uber Eats and realizing, yeah. oh, that isn't that good. And, oh, right. th and they had to learn on the fly where I was, I got to sit back, view it all for a couple months and go, okay, well, if stuff really goes bad here, what could it be like? Right. And yeah. I set up my store that way. I set up mm -hmm. everything so it was all good. Because like right now, where I am in Windsor, Ontario, uh, we're in full lockdown. And they're talking curfew soon. So... Yeah like curfew like <laughs> you can't be out past certain time type of thing like mm -hmm. and it's gonna be like not even delivery drivers nobody like type of thing unless you're really essential and so you're talking at like right at the brink of real economic uh problems yeah. here mm -hmm. so um but i'm not gonna say i'm gonna be unaffected but i'm not worried about it right to be honest because it's 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 a little bit of paradise for people. I like to say, like it, it really is yeah. like they get that glass bottle and it's just like, you know, I got that chocolate covered cherry came out. People went nuts over that man. And they loved it. They just like, they, Oh, it, it, it every day. Oh, can you get more of that? Oh, can you, you know, it's, yeah. it's a little piece yeah. of childhood. They give it to their kids. I mean, everybody's getting together, you know, it's, I love it. It's, yeah. it's, it's awesome. I love seeing people smile. I love seeing people come in my store. The only unfortunate thing is uh, they come in the store when they, it's, it's, it's really awesome because they'll come in and they'll look for what they look for when they were a kid. And I mean, Canada didn't have a lot of glass bottles. So, so there's yeah. about four brands <laughs> and they, they buy those four brands and they're like, Oh, maybe you should try this. Maybe they, they start asking. Right. Right. And, Oh man. Like once they get, Oh, Blenheim ginger ale. Wow. That's something like, Ooh, that's real ginger ale. Wow. Sprecker <laughs> like Sprecker. Oh man. It did. Uh, especially the cherry soda. Oh, people yeah. have gone nuts over it. Nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't know about it before. And, and like, I had a family from Canada that visited Wisconsin like once a year and would go on the Sprecher brewery tour once a mm -hmm. year. They couldn't go this year. They came in with their kids. They like cleaned me out. 
like I'm stra- I was like, oh, at one, I was like, yeah, but then I looked at my shelf and I was like, oh, it's <laughs> you know, like because I really do want everybody to try. Every, right. I, I, that's my thing is I'm afraid of running out because I have to import everything. So I can only import so much, right? Mm-hmm. So I really need the breaks from some companies. Like there are some companies that really worked with me to get their soda in Canada. Yeah. Okay. So like I have like Boots Beverage out of Texas. Those guys, awesome, yeah. awesome. They 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 looked at the opportunity and that I was like, listen, I got a small store. There is no store like this in Canada other than like mm-hmm. Rocket Fizz and say. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So, like there used to be one called I think Soda Pop Central is closed. I'm the only guy doing this right now, for the most yeah. part that I know of. Anyway, I, right. I'm sure there's a guy out in Vancouver that's really far away. It's so, a long yeah. way to away. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a lot of exotic pop people that are doing like the Fanta, you know, from China and right. all this stuff, and they're bringing that stuff in, and usually it's got something to do with marijuana sales and I yeah. don't know whatever, but you know, and that's fine. But they got their own niche. I got my niche. My niche is glass mm-hmm. bottle. I want to have it like like I saw in the states, like right. I saw in Ohio, like I saw at Be a Sweeties, like I saw at Market mm-hmm. Street, so like I saw it, you know. Mm-hmm blue sun i've never been to blue sun i've talked to mark and like you know like there's a guy that really he sent me some free soda unfortunately it got too cold too quick and i you know like i had my so much in pokers in my fire that i just couldn't get a soda quick enough into my store but as soon as it's not cold yeah absolutely i'm gonna have his stuff there because he reached out to me and and he made it available and made it like hey you don't need a whole pallet of my soda like i right. i'm yeah. a small store man i can't afford to bring in a whole pallet of one flavor yeah like, right. it, like <laughs> it's gonna go bad like i i people it, you know i love a late one i love it mm-hmm. i probably drink a pallet to myself it's like one of my favorite sodas it's mm-hmm. kind of what got me into sodas to be honest like mm-hmm. different sodas but and i love them but i can't do a whole pallet like I just right. can't That's like it's these most people don't even know what it is. Right. You know what I mean? Like they're like, what's that? So you there's a there's a hump here that I have to introduce new stuff to people mm-hmm. and then sell it to people and, and get their palate used to it. And and all well, hey, try this one. Hey, try this one. They almost don't have that moment to have a favorite. Yeah. Because they want to try everything still. Yep. Mm-hmm. So when doing this with these companies it means everything to me, especially American companies that go, Hey man, you know, we're cool. Like we'll figure out how to do the shipping to you. Like, let's do it. You know, mm-hmm. we want our soda there. Like boots, like threw me up on their website. I'm their first Canadian yeah. distributor of their, their, their soda. And yeah. Absolutely proud to be right. I'm like, yeah, yeah right alongside my soda. And it is a quality product. It's nice, mm-hmm. tasty. People love it fantastic weird weird flavors just not weird but like just like orange cream and meringue yeah 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 not traditional yeah yeah that's 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 the exciting stuff and like when you uh, i can't remember what i saw uh in blue sun the other day but like i remember like uh walking by it seeing like this very bizarre looking flavor on the shelf and going i should buy that but i didn't because i'm an idiot and uh, I'm going to be going back in there tomorrow because I'm out of sodas and that's my, like my little bit, like you said, my little piece of paradise in quarantine here. Yes. And I, I've been enjoying, like looking forward to having one per day and that's my treat. 
and I need more of it. I need more. I need more positivity in in my in my day, especially as we're in the long dark of winter. And yeah. <laughs> you mean stuck inside all the time. So I don't know, man. It's nice that, out right now. <laughs> yeah. Now, have you have you had Mark's lime? Are you into lime sodas? First, yeah, time? yeah. I'm 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 really into just about everything. Uh, and like I'm a I'm a home brewer. I uh, like beers of all types, like like sour beer, uh, dark ales, uh, lagers. You name it, I'll drink it. Uh, what I'm, what I'm really into is the wide variety of flavor. And so if you tell me like, Hey, th this is a pina colada soda. I think that's what it was that I saw. And this is a pina colada flavor. I'll be excited to try it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, if it's, you know, a lime or, you know, ginger beer or whatever, whatever you have, I'm excited to try new flavors and new things. Cause the worst thing that happens is it tastes bad. And then if that's the case, oh, well. And I mean, That's a there is there is indications that it's going to taste bad, unless you're yeah. fixing and all. But uh, you know, like, <laughs> I, to, why does that even I, exist? I gotta ask. I, I, like, I think I think it's purely for pranking people. Yeah, I like absolutely. My, but a whole industry, like a I whole know. entire line of like. Well, there's a there's yeah. a uh, a spirit out of Chicago. What is it called? Uh, I. I'm going to, I'm going to be looking it up off uh, here on the side, but like, there's like a whole, uh, I don't know if there's like, I don't know how there's enough demand for this sort of thing, but there's, you know, in tight, like in prank products that, uh, well, I, sp I suppose it is made by rocket fizz, right? Like that Melba's yeah. fixings and stuff. like. So it kind of goes along the lines of like, they sell whoopee cushions in that store, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like they, they do sell these things in that store that are, you know, a pranks and stuff like that. So it's novelty gag stuff, but man, oh man, I don't, I can't, I just can't see brewing, putting a whole entire vat to Buffalo chicken wings. So right. like, I just, yeah. what are you doing? Like, I, just, like, I have a uh, sister, in, uh, future sister-in-law. Um, my, uh, my brother is uh, getting married in the, uh, this coming summer. She is obsessed with ranch dressing. She just loves it. And the it, devil's blood. Yes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Lester's Fixins has a ranch flavored soda. Oh, and <laughs> like as, as a joke, I presented it to her like, hey, you can have a ranch soda. She she took one look at it and went, I don't trust that that's going to taste good. And so it sat in my fridge for a while and I eventually got curious and I cracked it. It was terrible. It was the like the grossest thing I think I've drank in a while. Mm -hmm. and, and, and some of them, it's like, like, Okay, so you're gonna make a gag soda because, like, mm -hmm. like uh, Blue Sun has a pickle soda, right? Yeah, right. But okay, yeah. so I don't think I'd grab a bottle and drink it. Uh, like I, I gave it to Jen, the Star Wars nerd, to try because I don't like pickle mm -hmm. that much, right. and she loves dill pickles. She tried it. Um, I'm not gonna say she loved it by any means. She, she's like, I'm not gonna buy an extra bottle of it. Like, I'm not going out to buy it. But then yeah. it got to like, oh, what do you mix it with? Because it was a, sure. a palatable to at least mix with stuff. That Lester's fixings, like you can't even mix it with anything. No. <laughs> like, like no. you can't like, hey, I'm gonna add this to rum and it will be good or anything. Like, yeah. and there's like there's there's some weird sodas out there that mm -hmm. like. Like like uh, Doctor Brown's Cell Ray, I'm not a fan, no. but I'll tell you, 
Yeah, it's like a salary soda, Dr. Brown's salary. It's it's huge in Florida, and it's huge amongst the Jewish community. I hear, yeah, uh, up here anyway. I've I've got tons of people that want it, and uh, I can't find it in glass. I can find it in cans, but I can only find it at delicatessens. Yep, <laughs> and it's, and but it, then I got thinking about it, and and I had somebody bought it. And what they were buying it for is, okay, you guys have Bloody Marys down here, but we have this thing up here called a Caesar. That's a very Sunday morning after your hungover mm-hmm. drink. It uses, instead of using tomato juice, like a, like a, like a, uh, a uh, Bloody Mary does, yep. what we use is Clamato juice. <laughs> and that makes the Caesar, right? So yep, I've uh, heard of this. Yes, yes. And so, but they put celery in it. Huh. And the dude used the celery instead of putting the celery in it and gave it some carbonation with the celery. And he said it was awesome. So That's interesting. Uh, so this uh, this liquor that I was uh, referring to is called Malort. Uh, it's a, like a regional thing in Chicago. And, of course it is. Uh, it started in the <laughs> 1930s. And apparently it's kind of like just considered like a, a joke thing that you put in your uh, your relatives bags as they're leaving town like hey I really like this thing here it's a gift to you drink it when you get home and then you get home and they crack it and it's terrible and then you know it's uh, uh, it's uh, like is it bitter or yeah it's it's very bitter uh, okay. the main ingredient uh, ingredient is or the main flavoring is basque which is a Swedish sp- style spice it's a, like a wormwood uh, or absinthe Ooh, kind of thing. So absinthe, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, but apparently it's not even. It's not sweet, uh, like how like some absinths have like kind of like a higher sugar content. Right. Uh, so it's it's kind of like got that absinthe sort of flavoring with uh, none of the redeeming qualities. So it's so it tastes like drinking like wood splinters. Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, or turpentine <laughs> or something. And uh, I, I. I don't know. I don't understand how some of these, uh, you know, companies can just make gag gifts of this kind of thing. But well, and there's other companies that are getting into that too, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. what's that one out of California? Specialty sodas. They've started into that foray as well, which hmm. is really weird. Yeah. Um, I I don't know what. As I said, like I've had people go, hey, are you getting this in your store? Are you getting this in your store? It's like, no, I don't want a whole pallet of Lester's Fixins Ranch yeah. dressing in my store. Right. Like, I don't even want a case. No. Like, you yeah, know, like. It's likely to sit there forever. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, but it won't taste any worse if it's 10 years old, no. to be honest. Like, it's like, it's, it's still going to taste just the same. Just yep. the same horrible taste, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, I just don't understand how, how, I don't like it. I don't know. I don't know why people have got, gone this direction, but yeah, eh, rocket fizz, what do you, what can you do? Right? Yeah. So. I agree. Yeah. Oh my God. Although, although they have gone in, was it rocket fizz or is it specialty? So is they have gone into this like specialty root beer lately? Like what? what like, I'm not aware of this. <clears throat> yeah. Like they, they have like all this specialty root beer, uh, like that, like like the whole top of the bottle is dipped in yeah. wax That's and right. all this stuff, and it's like yep. thirty bucks a bottle it's and this not stuff. Thirty, but it's like eight. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, I mean, by the time it gets up here, it's like True. thirty bucks a bottle, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so yeah, but yeah, it's it's really expensive. Mm-hmm. So it is really expensive, and it's like, I, I mean, it's pretty good. It's pretty good root beer. Some of them, like I really like the Indian Wells one, which is the like golden label with the white wax. I think it is white wax. <laughs> and then there's the uh, Gold Rush root beer or Gold Mine Rush root beer, which has red wax. It's pretty cool. It's, Does, is it like Goldschlager? It has like actual nope. gold flakes in it. Oh, see, <laughs> then it would be worth it, right? Right. It would be <laughs> I forgot that existed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Goldschlager. Yeah. Oh man. I, I always thought of how many people actually just took like a, a like a like a screen filter and would just pour it out and then save it. Right. If, if, you know, like I, I wonder if anybody ever did that. Oh, I'm, I'm sure a bunch of college students tried. And <laughs> I mean, it is gold flaking. It's yeah. actual gold flaking. Mm-hmm. So, wow, could happen. <laughs> so, oh man, yeah, gold schlager. Yeah, not good to get drunk off of that stuff. <laughs> no, uh, I can't remember any of those nights. That's funny. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to remember the mornings yeah. either. Yeah. So, <laughs> so oh, yeah. yeah. So and and that's that's the other thing about soda is like mm-hmm. not, what a, what see, like I don't know how much it is for like a case of I don't know, natty light or whatever you guys mm-hmm. drink over there, but uh, uh, you know for the bush or whatever. Mm-hmm. What what you drink over there? What it's was it? Mick uh, Golden Light. Yeah, that's like a golden light or Mick golden light. Yeah, okay. So that up here, uh, like I don't know, say like your average Coors, Coors the silver bullet or whatever. Mm-hmm. That I like twenty four bottles would probably be over fifty dollars, right? Oh. So, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so generally people come in and and there's a lot of people that don't drink in Canada uh, mm-hmm. that love my store. Like I have a lot of people that come in. That's their Friday night. They come in, they get soda from me. They love it, man. It is. It's awesome. It's awesome in that regard. Yeah, that's a, so. that's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't oh, wait till man. all this opens up again and we can make it down that way. Down to the yes, room. it is technically down for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and you can come to Detroit. And uh, we can hang out there because there's lots uh, more since you last were there that has there's a lot more soda action going yeah. on there. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. hoping to start that festival up. I still have plans yeah. to do it. Yeah, that'd and, be great. We, we would yeah. love to, we would love to be part of it in any yeah. way, shape or form. So. Well, yeah. I, 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 I definitely know who to go to. I, I would love to have tons, like any YouTube per, like Badlands Chugs, get them in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Chef yeah. Cannibal, get them in there. Yeah. Like if you, you know, the guys that do Mentos fountains mm-hmm. with the Diet Coke and do all the orchestra, get them in there. Like if they, <laughs> if you got anything to do with any kind of soda, get in there. That's right. what I want. I want like antiques. I, I don't just want it to be, hey, pour some soda in. No, it's, sure. yeah. it's, it's a festival of everything so it can't just be soda in my right. opinion it's good like don't get me wrong like and and mm-hmm. you know like every root beer you can think of you know and and you know right. like i don't do like a judging category or contest like but have like your guys like uh home brewers have a contest for them mm-hmm. you know yeah I mean? that'd be cool so, yeah what is that you yeah. know they have the best root beer in the home brewers association like 
con- contests and stuff. But it's all beer companies that just have their real beer. What about us? What about yeah? What about the little yeah? Guy, you know, this should well, be well. And this is this is your chance to shine. And 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 to be honest, I have a guy uh, that I hang out with. Uh, one one of my one of my best friends. He does uh, like a hot sauce festival up here, and that is kind of helps with the idea of the soda festival because they do like hot wing eating competitions they do contests for the hottest they do like they but it's like not the major brands that get to mm-hmm. enter that like it, it, you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it is all local all, all everything from canada some from the states they come right. up and, and it gives them a venue mm-hmm. or maybe even a stepping stone to hey check this out like we do this too and you know if you really like it hey maybe i'll make some more and Maybe I'll make a career out of it, which would be awesome, right? Right. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, that's yeah. what we all want, right? So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, I did it. Go for it. That's right. <laughs> so, but and that, and that's just it. It's like I just tell everybody to go. You know, if you, if you want to make your soda, you, you can. It's it's not honestly, it's not rocket science. It's right. just finding the right people or mm-hmm. finding the right thing to do i mean tree fort exists it's out there it's doing their <laughs> thing you know people are drinking that stuff you know so well, it's got a venue at least once yeah. well yeah i had to find it at a see co-op. that's your gag that's your gag gift right there you gave yeah. that to me absolutely <laughs> i knew what but i that, was you. That's okay, because I got you back by giving you that Brio Chinoto, or Kinoto, right? So no, no, whatever that was. <laughs> Orangey? What, what, uh, I think Matt described it as Windex. Yeah. His... yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Was that in our, was that oh, international root beer? Is that what, that episode? And I forget what it was. It must have been. It, it might have been. been. Or, was or it, it might have been Detroit versus everybody. Detroit it might have been one of the two oh, episodes. Yeah, yeah, it might have been that one. Yeah. No so, one's given so. us flack about that title yet. I think it's great. <laughs> well, it's it's great. It is great. It, well, it was a campaign, right? It's a Chrysler campaign. They gave it up a couple years ago. So. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Now it's imported. Imported from Detroit or something. I don't know. Whatever. Um. <laughs> uh, Man, I love Detroit, but it's they, they get a new cliche every 10 seconds. Yeah, so. yeah they do. <laughs> Just like every city, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. That's the, you know, but except for Windsor, we just keep keep humming along. <laughs> well, humming. Like, that's right. There's that that weird sound, right? That comes from from the, you river, got it. the river or a lake. Is that actually they figured out where it was it was a a u.s deal because it shut down due to covid and all of a sudden the hum stopped so it was coming from the states uh, the u.s steel plant so of course it was sorry about that well years upon years oh that's not even half of it right (laughs) they're just hey we got a problem with this yeah whatever (laughs) is there yeah it's generally how it goes but yeah that's okay that's hilarious yeah, that we keep humming along. It's it's funny because the uh, we're known as Rose City, which is cool. Uh, I like that. But our signs are, it just harkens back to a Seinfeld episode. Uh, on our signs, like you know, every every city has their own like uh, 
you know, I don't know, threshing machine festival, annual threshing machine mm-hmm. festival, or, <laughs> you know, whatever, the monorail city or whatever. Right. So, <laughs> so ours, ours is the place to be. <laughs> Which is like a Seinfeld. Every time I, I hear uh, Arthur Spooner, he's, it's, it's uh, when they're talking about the pool room, with the, with the uh, maestro when he yeah. builds the pool table, and and he, he goes to the maestro and he goes he goes what is it what do we call it it's it's to Kramer and then he goes it's the uh, the place to be and so I always <laughs> think of it every time I pass the sign I'm like yeah. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> now, we're talking about great songs let me let's talk about George's answering machine for a second you remember that episode heck yeah that's oh. <laughs> That's a jam right there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, oh, man. answering machines—that's wow. We're really dating ourselves there. Listen, you know what I mean, don't they? <laughs> answering machines on our cell phones. Does know. anybody leave messages other than businesses really anymore? No. It's just like uh, they know I called. They they got my number. They know. Mm-hmm. They just text so, afterwards. That's yeah. Was that you? What do you want? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. so. <laughs> That's yeah. that's okay, uh, man. So all those, all those answering machine jokes have gone by the wayside. <laughs> we'll bring them back. So Matt asked, "What your favorite root beer was? What to you makes a good root beer?" That's my that's my big question. Um, uh, mine is depth. Like it can't just be a one note pony. Like mm-hmm. it's got to be. I like. Like it's it, I prefer that it has a different aftertaste than four tastes like mm-hmm. um i don't know i don't mind wintergreen like i i don't mind that taste sure. uh for an aftertaste not overpowering mm-hmm. uh i like i love black licorice so i'm gonna be you know really into the aniseed like yep. type of yeah. thing uh I don't like I just like a lot of depth like I like a I like Bavarian nutmeg how it used to be right yeah <laughs> right? that's a great example <laughs> <laughs> like it was so deep like now it's just like you drink it and it's like wow that's really smooth and you're waiting for that back note and right. it's just not there right anymore right. so yeah it's like trying to listen uh listening to a song waiting for the bass drop and it just never comes just- yeah. <laughs> so, it's, yeah. yeah. It's it's horrible. It's like nineties dance music, just boom. Uh, <laughs> it's Vanga Bus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. Wow. Depth. That is your answer. Depth. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Depth. Like I you know, like I can I can overlook like a nice head on the root beer over that. I can mm-hmm. over like the, the carbonation here and there my mine's just like it's got to have a lot of depth like yeah. uh, it, it just has to have more notes than one is yeah. it, you know i don't even mind if it's that smooth really it's it's depth it's yeah. just really yeah it's all it's about. so i like yeah, i think that's what i like about like the herbal uh kind of qualities and some root beers that i've found that you know there's they're playing off different notes and in some might be a little sharp or a little flat or whatever, but at some point, and like it's, it, it's more than just nothing, you know, or it's more than just one thing. And, mm-hmm. uh, 
at least what like when I drink beer or wine or you know root beers or sodas in general, if it's gonna give me more than just here's a pineapple flavor or here's you know like a vanilla flavor, you know anything like that, it's if it's giving me more, then I enjoy drinking it way more. So absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I, and you know like there's like there's uh like you know I like the JJ Stewart's. I'd mm -hmm. say in the states. Um, I like, you know, I like Sprecker's maple root beer. Yeah. Um, the regulars, like I say, it's, it's, it's good. It's mm -hmm. not it, like it's, it's very fulfilling. It's just mm -hmm. not deep enough in flavor for me. Sure. Mm -hmm. It's like it, it, it's an everyday drinker, but it's not a sipper as I, I it, there's a chuggers and sippers and it's, yep. it's, 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 you know what I mean? It's not a sipper sure, yeah. and I prefer the sippers, yeah. you know, yeah. that's, that's what I want. So, I mean, I've tried a, a lot of, like that Red Arrow. Yeah. I, I I like Red Arrow. I mm -hmm. really like mm -hmm. Red Arrow. It was originally made in Detroit, too. So, yeah. Uh, or in Michigan. Detroit? Michigan? Anyway, I like Red Arrow a lot. Uh, a lot of people don't like it. Um, there's yeah. I that Rhode Island molasses root beer. I don't know if you've had that. Yeah. That looks like the labels have been through the war. Yeah. Like almost every of them are peeling off. And, yep. you know, like the like, interestingest labels ever, but like I like mm -hmm. it's tasty. You know what I mean? Yeah. But because mm -hmm. it's got a lot of depth to it. You know what I mean? Brownie. Yeah. It's got a lot of depth to it. You know, yes. and and it it's caramel. Like it's, oh, it's so yeah. sweet. You know. It's Absolutely. So like you. I like that one. But you expect it because it's mm -hmm. caramel, right? Like yeah. you, you, like, I don't know. There's Bundaberg, you know, it's, you know, it's got its flavor. Uh, I had a guy recently try, what he try? Saranac. Mm -hmm. I just got a bunch of Saranac in, right? Mm -hmm. And he just flat out, he was like, oh, I didn't like that. And I'm like, well, I better try it. The Marcos I sent you, I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. That's uh, Soda de Marco. That's from Quebec. It's tasty. Bull's Head has like no fizz to it right it's it's but it's all natural and it's got mm -hmm. a good taste to it i sent you phillips what is that phillips uh captain electros uh yep. what is it it's like a intergalactic yeah. root beer yeah now i've been warned it's very winter greeny okay yeah so, that's okay i don't mind that yeah but i like it i like yeah. it i like that a lot uh you know, like I plan to put out quite a bit of root beers. Yeah. To be honest, like yeah, I don't your own want just one. Yeah. Like the maple's the next. Maple root beer's my yeah. next for sure. Yeah. For what, I, what I'm really excited about is like this uh, coming summer. Um, I'm hoping that uh, Dave and I can make a trip into the Boundary Waters Quetico area, and uh, possibly harvest you know wild growing wintergreen to make a wild root beer. Yeah. And I like I like wintergreen flavor uh, in root beers, um, but I've never actually gotten my hands on wild wintergreen, like actual wintergreen leaf. It's pretty invasive down, you know, like for like what people would consider for like a home lawn. So if, if it shows up in your uh, like in your grass, it's going to spread everywhere. But like if it's up in uh, like an actual forest, then it's not nearly as problematic. But huh. It's an inch like it's an interesting flavor, uh, and I'm I'm kind of curious to try some natural stuff. Mm -hmm. So, well, I sent you that uh, spruce beer, yeah, as well, right? Yeah, 
That and that's the good one. Like, <laughs> let's no. Like, I mean, if you're talking spruce beers, it's got to mm-hmm. be from Quebec. Like, I, I I wanted to send you. There's this. Uh, this one. Ke- yeah, that the Marcos. Yeah, like they're the original spruce beer, essentially. Yeah. Uh, now, there's another place in Montreal that has these craft spruce beers but they're fermented and they have to be refrigerated while they're being shipped. They have to be refrigerated when they get there mm-hmm. and they use actually different kinds of spruce. And it was like, they have a white, white spruce, a black spruce and mm-hmm. uh, wow. like, a, I can't remember. And there's like three different flavors. They use the, sw- it's the swivel lid, like, and they are extremely expensive. Like, and they're mm-hmm. mainly sold in like really high end restaurants. Yeah. I'd love to ship them to you, but, <laughs> I really don't. I, I'll I'll figure out a way. Maybe maybe just when you come up here, I'll right. make sure yeah. I have some here because yeah, it, you know. But it, yeah, I'm. It's top notch. But that Marco, yeah, like that. It's you're gonna. The way you gotta like spruce beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I don't know that I've ever had a spruce beer. Yeah, uh, I I just kind of pulled up on the side here to see if. Uh what I can do to possibly make one. So, and that's you guys like doing the root beer. My first foray into making my own, I've got one of them U kegs coming and yeah. I'm probably going to go like Eric from Eric's gourmet root beer, uh, yeah. told me about them, which is weird. Cause I guess they're made in Canada anyway, or yeah. in Vancouver. And, uh, so when Mike comes, the first thing I'm going to is spruce beer. Cause it's, it's Canadian. Yeah. I'm going to go with it. You know, yeah. Other other than maple beer, but eh, whatever. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those yeah, no. kegs. I want I want one as well. I just can't decide. Do you do you get the sixty four or do you get the one twenty eight? Oh come on, I know. no one. Get the double one twenty eight. Like what are you doing? Don't mess around. Yeah, you're right. You're gonna you're gonna regret it. You're gonna be like, <laughs> oh man, I should have got that. You're right. right? You will. Yeah. <laughs> so. But then again, you'll have a lot more of possibly a bad version of root beer, possibly. But that's better than five, five gallons of it. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is what you're dealing with right now. Well, I mean, that's, what we that, were. that's what we started with, and we realized that that was a very stupid way about <laughs> going about doing it. Because <laughs> if, it, if it sucked, then well, I got five gallons of something I need to get rid of. So. Yeah. We had some bad reviews. So, so there was, uh, what was it? The last episode I was listening to you got of your guys. No, the second last episode you were talking about the coffee filter, yeah. with uh, with your coffee filter with your uh, <laughs> was what, what that the uh, sassafras, right? Yeah, the powder. Uh, have not figured out a way around it yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> have you used and I don't know. Have you used cheesecloth like just yeah up? yeah so. The like I've uh, what I've like I've used cheesecloth uh, like three or four layers of it uh, and it's still clogged, and, and then really? not only does it clog, a lot of the powder still gets through it, and oh. like I've tried you know cheesecloth uh, uh, like a, a wire mesh uh, filter, uh, a coffee filter underneath that, and everything's still clogged and. You get this kind of granular texture to the to the end product if uh, you don't filter all that out. And so I've uh, not figured out what to do yet. So 
Well, I maybe uh, like you're you're getting that off of Amazon or something the assessor has, correct? Yeah, yeah. That that's a what what is? I'm I'm not gonna look it up now. I can't. Uh, it's the same. It's the same uh, herbals uh, powders stuff that you saw Dave at the Spice of yeah. Life shop the yeah. other day. You know what the, so, what the brand is? So there's I. Did I send you that link, Dave, about that place in Calgary, Alberta, called Spice Road? Mm-hmm. And uh, they are like, they really get into their spices. There's on, another one in Toronto as well. And uh, yeah, they they actually have their own root beer kits as well. And uh, But maybe just find a less powdery version right. of the Sassafras yeah. Mary. Yeah. So. Yeah, that'd be uh, interesting to try. Um, I've been trying to follow uh Glenn and friends uh rip your recipe to kind of uh get something going here but I haven't been able to replicate it fine Canadian chap that man is he's <laughs> he knows his stuff man yeah but seriously though like yeah. what a what a what a good guy yeah, and he works at brewery I do believe as well mm-hmm. so yeah you could always shoot him a message be like yeah hey, man, yeah. yeah I should reach out to him to ask if uh where he uh where he sources his stuff for it because I I've I, I I enjoy his content and I kind of want to uh, kind of replicate his stuff because he's it seems like he knows what he's doing. So oh, he, he definitely knows yeah. what he's doing. Like it, like if he, you know, aside from the soda and stuff, like if you get into like his mm-hmm. recipes of like mm-hmm. you know when he redid the KFC and his pizza recipes and all that, yeah. they're they're pretty good. <laughs> they're yeah. top notch, man. Yeah, so, I really should I mean, reach out to him. Yeah. He, he, I, you know, being a fine Canadian chap, I'm sure he'll. Oh yeah, yes please, yeah, I'll help you. Thank you. <laughs> sorry, it took so long. Yeah, sorry, it took so long. It's been one. It's, it's it's funny you say that because like my Facebook page, like in everything I do, I'm vigilant. Like at two in the morning, I'll get like a message. On my mm-hmm. phone, and like I get up to go wash them or something. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I better respond to this person. I don't want them to think. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I said, oh, sorry for, for the, you know, it took a half hour for me to respond. Yeah. I, to, I was sleeping. It was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's, yeah, it's, it's horrible. But, uh, you know, that's... it's because I want to be like, you know, as customer service friendly as possible. Right. right. So, yeah. which, Absolutely. You know, can't always help everybody, but yeah. Right. It's, Yep. It's 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 again part of owning your own business, right? Is right, that you absolutely. Want to uh, be there for everybody all the time. So it it is a hard decision. Like I'm closed on Mondays now. Uh, I was open seven days a week because uh, we were in like a farmers market, mm-hmm. uh, and then we moved from farmers market into a new store. And at that point in time, I was like, oh, should I be closed? And uh, I mean, I'd have a cot down at my store, to be honest, but uh, yeah. But I, I decided to close on Monday, so that, that way I could get a lot of the wholesaling going. Right. Right. Yeah. So, because yeah. if I'm there, I can't, I can't really, you know, be focused on that. So, and I've, I, I've got to focus on expanding, just more than the store. Yeah. How it goes. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. It's a profit, mm-hmm. but it's exciting. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and and you know, I you guys are even 
rocking and rolling now. You once a week with your episodes, right? Every other week. Yeah. Every other week. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this. Uh, yeah. This has been a challenging month. Uh, uh, just just for my own schedule, but like I can't, I can't believe that we were able to pull off uh, what we have been doing lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, January is the busiest month of the year for me, and uh, I got off work like 20 minutes before we started this. But <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, like I'm I'm really hoping that we can maintain this uh this mm-hmm. schedule and uh, yeah, just keep out putting out content. So that'll be it's exciting. Well, I- it's exciting to be having a setup in the, uh, this COVID climate that we have. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, part of it, I'll tell you right now, man, it, and, and what got me going is the decision to post something every day, no matter what it was. Mm-hmm. I had to post whatever I could. Like if I found, you know, I had like an article that Pepsi was once the whatever, sixth largest army in the world, I posted it. Like, you know, like if yeah, I found... Yeah anything yep. i would oh, post it like if i found some dude with a mountain dew tattoo yeah. and some bro i've posted man <laughs> that's awesome stuff right like that's hilarious that's yeah. great you know yeah like you that dedicated mountain dew mountain dew bedspread found that mountain dew candles mountain dews i, I gotta tell you man like you want to talk about marketing they absolutely. know what they're doing yeah <laughs> no like, um, before we wrap up here, I got to ask you one quick question. Uh, this happened in 2008. I was uh, going on a canoe trip up in the Northwest Territory. I was driving. Uh, we we're driving to Yellowknife, and we got to a truck stop north of Edmonton. And it was my turn to drive, and it's like three in the morning. Truck stops open, and I, you know, I'm a, I'm an 18 year old, so I'm like, I need something. To keep me awake i don't really i didn't drink coffee at the time so i grabbed a mountain dew and i put it on the counter and the the clerk said uh like i bought like two of them he's like oh you really like mountain dew i'm like yeah i need to stay awake and he's like there's no caffeine in that is that a, is that a thing in canada or was the guy just messing with me <laughs> See, I'm not, like no i like there's caffeine in it but i yeah. don't know if it's as much as like See, yeah. that's the thing is I'm not really big on Mountain Dew, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not really big on lemon lime sodas. So yeah. I don't I, I don't know if I've actually ever had other than the retro throwback Mountain Dew. Sure. I've ever actually yeah. pulled a bottle of Mountain Dew out in the States and drank it, to be perfectly honest. So yeah. I, it's because the nah, I, it's caffeinated in here. Yeah. It's, it's, it is. Because he, he made some comment about it, uh, about clear sodas or something not being caffeinated i don't know if that was like a like a like a old wives tale or something that you know he that he had i think i think he he just recognized your accent and went, hey. <laughs> it's like it's like the curse of oak island right like yeah. like honestly the curse is on lagina brothers on oak island that the government of canada and nova scotia has 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 convinced them to waste that much money in that island, right? <laughs> like that's the curse, right? There is like gold. here's these Michigan suckers. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. The greatest. It's, 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 I call it. Never. Yeah, d- dirt dirt diggers season eight. Like <laughs> we are really watching eight seasons of people dig dirt. Re- yeah. Like really enthralled oh that's my why God. we record on mondays and not tuesdays because we gotta watch oak island i do it <laughs> uh, well the, uh, well the thing is is it like 
I was convinced for the first probably three seasons that they weren't looking for gold, that they were looking for oil because there's a lot of oil refineries offshore around there, Mm -hmm. Halliburton and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I was convinced this has nothing to do (laughs) with gold, like any treasure. This is, this is them making money while looking for oil. This is what I was convinced of. And then I was convinced that it was the Nova Scotian government salting, salt and peppering the area (laughs) with coins on them. And now I'm just, (laughs) now I'm just confused. (laughs) Now, now I'm convinced that it's William Shakespeare's lost transcripts down there somewhere. (laughs) Could it be the Ark of the Could could it be? Yeah. (laughs) Could it be more dirt digging? Look at this grain of dirt. It's, you know, wow. I, yeah. Whew, what a show! I know. Oh man. Curse of Oak yeah. Island. Wow. Yeah. Curse is watching the show. That's the yeah. curse. Yeah. Curse is uh, on us. Yeah. <laughs> but like, well, thank you for clearing I, that up for me because I think back to that that <laughs> night every now and then, uh, you know, because it was so bizarre. It seems so out of character and, like, why would it not be caffeinated? Like, what, what logic? I mean, is there to not the, caffeinate? The thing is, he might have been telling the truth because there was a lot of products in Canada that at one point in time were totally different from the United States at one point in time. Yeah, that's possible. And then then all of a sudden, like, like you guys had 350 milliliter cans uh, or 12 ounces. Ours were always 10. Like, and then once it became this, like, we both had 355, things became the same for a lot of things like there was a a lot of stuff that's that was different so i'm not discounting that it could have been caffeine free but i don't know i know mountain dew is to be even people around here they drank it because it has high caffeine in it so at one Mm -hmm. point in time might not have been so i just think you were at the husky truck stop up heading a yellow knife about to get eaten alive by black flies and mosquitoes and and the guy was like, oh, man, drink this and get lots of sugar so the mosquitoes eat you alive. Yep. Here, here, American, have yep. fun. Check out that giant, giant Canadian flag. That's the biggest in Canada at this truck stop. It was, too, yeah. wasn't it? It was yeah. a husky, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah, was. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you hit the nail on the head, though, with the black flies and the mosquitoes, though, because, uh, you know, like, we, we have them pretty bad, you uh, know, here in minnesota but that, when it's, we no. when we were on the river uh we were on the coppermine river headed to kagluxak on the in, on the arctic ocean and the flies were so thick that my uh, a friend of mine standing you know maybe you know six or seven feet away from me i took a picture of him i could not see his face there were that many flies in between us oh, yeah. it was obscuring wow. vision it was it was a nightmare so any day without wind was uh, it was something. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's 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 uh, you know I I used to have a friend that uh, was a millwright and they used to have they you know bring up the millwrights to mm-hmm. set up like say like some oil refinery or whatever mm-hmm. up, up north, northern Ontario or whichever, and they would go up there and then they had like these like laborers and their job was to just sw- like. F- wave fans while they were working on stuff so that they weren't eating black flies like yeah. if they go right in their mouth they yeah. like just covered man it's yeah. crazy yeah it it's was crazy great uh, like the most intense insect experience i've ever had in my life and it lasted for 24 days 
So, <laughs> so. Oh, Canada. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, it's beautiful up there, but you yeah, know, it comes at a an yeah. expense of mm-hmm. flesh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Losing <laughs> losing several pints of blood a day to, just the mosquitoes alone. So, yeah. so oh man. man, but yeah, it's interesting. I, as I say, I, I wouldn't discount that maybe at one point in time. Okay. Uh, it it didn't, but uh i'd have to i'll look into that for you okay i'll I'll let i'll let you know because it it could as i say i'm not gonna say hey no probably i know it does now but like that's the other thing like we have like what three flavors of mountain dew up here right now Mm -hmm. and we pretty like baja blast was like new as of (laughs) last year oh yeah it's new yeah, you have new mellow yellow that you can't even get it here. You never like you could at Taco Bell, Taco Bell replaced yeah. mellow yellow with Baja Blast. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. and now mellow yellow just doesn't exist here, which I I preferred mellow yellow. I yeah. actually liked it quite a bit. But uh, yeah, you can't buy that here. So, yeah. so it's it's odd. Oh, French English. No, we don't want to do that. So. <laughs> Well, that, and that's that's why a lot of our yeah. products, we don't yeah. have a lot of your products because the companies, the amount of product that they will sell compared to the amount of money they'll put out putting out French English labels mm-hmm. isn't worth it for them. They're like, they're like, okay, we made 10 grand for why? To make Count Chocula boxes French and Canadian, to make right. Mountain Dew Major Melon like that's it. Frostbite doesn't exist here. Maui Burst doesn't exist here. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's the problem what I'm having with a lot of these companies that are sending me root beer. They're sending me a lot of stuff. It's like I'm the guy that's got to get across the border. I'm the guy that actually has to put French English labels that I have pre-made on all these right. products. Right. And really? and it. Oh yeah. And it has to have like a Canadian nutrition label that has to be exact to spec. Wow. of our standards and it has to be in french and english um wow like i kind i, I, I kind of snuck through a little bit a few things with my new flavors mm-hmm. uh, so lime ricky's a uh, lime ricky that's a, a name of a flavor so i don't have to have that in french and in english mm-hmm. but okay. technically my orange well orange is la orange uh but like root beer or uh ginger beer jambre de beer uh mm-hmm. like i didn't put that on my label i don't have room right, <laughs> I just, right. like half my label like it's honestly man it is it's a task it yeah. really is to do that and to import all that and to like everybody's like all gung-ho oh yeah we'll send you soda we'll send you soda and then you tell them it's like okay well i can't take a whole pallet right. i can't mm-hmm. take a whole pallet now because of this and it it blows their mind that that yeah. exists. So anytime you have down in the states that people are talking about two official languages of whatever, vote no. <laughs> <laughs> Products yeah. will disappear. Yeah. Like, and yeah. it's it's the truth. It, it, yeah. It's it's why Canada has you know you go into Walmart. There's four choices of shirts: red, blue, black, gray. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I would have never cons- uh, you know imagined that as a hurdle to overcome uh, uh, in labeling, like because when like I thought just dealing with the TTB for uh, or um, 
for getting labels approved uh, for the winery was a challenge. You know, just making sure that how you were classifying the wine on the label was uh, was appropriate to not say like, hey, I'm not actually calling this sparkling wine champagne because that's, you know, you can only really call it champagne if it's from Champagne, France. Uh, but to have to go through adding a second language onto it, that that would have been a lot. <laughs> so, oh, it, yeah, it's absolutely, well, you should say <laughs> some of the liquor. Like, I think I told you, Dave, that, that like, cause, uh, that we have a lot of uh, alcohol root beers, uh, mm-hmm. actually, which I have trouble sending through the mail. I've, I've mm-hmm. actually lo- I lost on Root Beer Hunters of America. I talked to Mike. Uh, in, so out in, yeah, out in Iowa. Iowa? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have tried send. I've lost a whole entire box of alcoholic root beer that I tried to send to him mm-hmm. because, like, it, it, it's hard to send stuff through mail. It's not that big of a deal. Like, I, yeah. And I've been really busy. I got to get back with him. And he had some, you know, some hurricane. Was it hurricane issues that they had there, which was wild? No. Yeah. It was. What it was, was it? It was like a. Yeah, do you Inland remember? hurricane. Yeah, something like yeah, I guess yeah. yeah. In Iowa. Yeah, and yeah, and like his his ho- like a yeah. whole bunch of his stuff yeah. was wiped out and like and, and I, like I couldn't send anything to him because like I, anyways, I got once I have the store up and rocking because I have I sent your guys out, I have to send mm-hmm. Eric's packages out, I have to send Anthony's right. packages out and all these people and I have to get that alcohol. Of course I in Canada, you know, you guys can go to your corner store and buy liquor. Mm-hmm. We have to go to the Liquor Control Board of Ontario, which is the largest liquor purchasing entity in the entire world. Yeah. <laughs> That's no kidding. Like more than Walmart, more than Meyer combined. Yeah. Like I, we, if if the Liquor Control Board of Ontario goes no, you have a problem. Like because you're not <laughs> going to sell a lot of liquor, right? Yeah. So, like, so what happens is during COVID, <laughs> it's essential. Uh, yeah. I don't know how, but it's essential along with all the weed stores. They're all open. Mm-hmm. Really weird. But uh, so the lineup, it's like, it'll probably take you about two hours to get into the stores yeah. to buy stuff, like, to buy the liquor. Like, like because you, we just, like, the, like in Windsor, there's, I don't know, what is it, like 300,000 people here. We have, I think, think four liquor stores wow yeah oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's that that would definitely drive me to make it myself if i was already already doing it so like you can go to the wineries themselves and buy stuff you can go to small microbrew places and buy it off of them but Mm -hmm. when it comes to like i don't know you just buying a pack of Labatt 50 or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, two for a Labatt 50. That's oh right. no, you're, you're either go to the beer store or you go to the liquor store. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. And they're far and few between them. And that's incredible. Oh yeah. That is incredible. So, and yet they're the largest, pre- it, 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 being in the wine thing, check that out. Cause it mm-hmm. is something else at how yeah. much, uh, booze they buy. It's, and, and the restrictions to get your stuff into that store like they put they're the ones that are the world leader and okay you need to do this mm-hmm. like you have you have to have this alcohol content or mm-hmm. you have to have this labeling or you have mm-hmm. to like they're worse than walmart 
when it comes to like everybody knows Walmart, you ship stuff to Walmart. Like it's, yeah, it's crazy. They have all these stipulations. Oh, it's nothing compared to the liquor control board, man. Yeah. It is. It's insanity. <laughs> it's, <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, a friend of mine who lives in London was uh, London, Ontario. That is for those mm-hmm. listening abroad. Yeah, I'm near, uh, pretty much from there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He um he was t- he sent me a picture of a bunch of alcoholic root beers that he had, and I was thinking like, hey, maybe you could try to send that to me. I figured, no way. <laughs> well, for for me to send it like last time I sent it, I tried to send it through Canada Post. Bad idea. So yeah. next time I send it, like I will send it through USPS. Like I will take it across the border first and then send it through USPS. But like I've I've had stuff alcohol sent to me from Kentucky that mm-hmm. has never made it. So even in the states, yeah. if they catch wind of what that is or if it the box breaks open, mm-hmm. you're done. You're, right. The the only saving grace is they might look at it and go, oh, it's root beer, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Not actually look at it, yeah. right? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that is possible. They might just drink it, but you know, amen. Like, I have tons of I lose tons of cases. Like I Dorothy Moulter Museum sent me two cases. I lost one case of it. Like totally destroyed. It's it's a, like in Detroit. I, I swear they play soccer with yeah. the bottles. Like so, I get so like my Virgil's Bavarian nutmeg. I lost like a, a like an entire like twenty of them. Okay. Like just oh. gone. And I mean, they were really expensive for me to buy, so it yeah. really sucked. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh my God. So it's not so. just my luggage that gets kicked around. No. Okay. No. Yeah. No. And, and I'm not naming any names like they're worse than others, FedEx or anything, but I'm just saying <laughs> that certain companies take their time in certain companies. And I found USPS to actually be, I've had no problems with them. Yeah. Whereas others, yeah. when I use the courier companies, uh, no, it's hmm. not good news. It's good to so, know. Yeah. yeah. But use the whale pods. That's yeah. Since I found them, yeah. yeah. Load them up. Load, load them up. Send them back to me with root beer. Oh, I will. I yeah. have no I have so much. No tree uh, What do I have? I have northern. Those northern uh, six packs. I I can't yeah. wait to get those. Yeah. Yeah. I got them and then I sold them. Like I got some for myself, right? Like six right. for myself. And then I sold them to a lucky guy up in Ottawa named Curtis. He he picked them up, oh. and he, that, he he was lucky because like I had to sell them for a fair amount of money. By the time they get over here, I have to sell them for right. ridiculous mm-hmm. amounts of money, right. right? So, but he got them. And I know he he loved them, but I Good. think when the, the pack you send me, I I and I'd love to get Northern stuff up here. That's yeah yeah. But again, the labeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do it all yep, in the whole palette. <laughs> we might be able to convince them. Yeah. They got nice toques. I see that. They great toques. Matt, that means hats. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Just wanted to make sure you got that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what do you call them down there? Beanies? Or Bean- something? Sure, beanies. Beanies, yeah. Or pom poms or. I don't know. I don't know. Just call them hats. Toques. Toques. That's toques. right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, from that's from Soda Stick, right? That's who. That's uh, Minnesota clothing yeah. company that makes them. They're pretty sweet. I was. I wouldn't mind getting some myself. The red, white, and blue Soda Pop right. Bros. I know. I don't know. They, they're really nice. I, I bet you it took them a while to make those, though. Yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah. 
But I might be yeah. down on the scale. Minnesota, Canada, <laughs> they might be like, yeah, no, be like, yeah it's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. We like Canadians better than we like Wisconsinites, so That's... yeah, they just. Oh, is that a big thing? Yeah. Is oh, that, yeah. uh, okay. a, a lot of Minnesotans, uh, Minnesotans consider us, you know, like uh, Canada's little brother. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the way a lot of us at least look at it, especially like as you go further north towards the border, obviously. But well, um, I, I do, I do like how you guys call yourself. What is it? A land of ten thousand lakes, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And then Ontario laughs and goes. <laughs> A hundred thousand lakes. What are you like? What are you talking about there? (laughs) It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Technically, we have twelve thousand lakes. (laughs) Yeah, but it doesn't roll off the tongue. (laughs) Land of twelve thousand lakes. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know I I you know I've been to Minnesota. It 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 does feel. I, I would say it's definitely close to Canada. Like it's mm-hmm. other than the way you guys say root beer, which my wife, every time she hears you guys say it. Oh, why is that? She doesn't like when we say root what, beer. No, root she, lo- she loves it. <laughs> oh, because <okay. laughs> you got, you got the little frit beer. It's, you know, you get frit, frit beer. That's okay. She's from, she's from Michigan. So, so I bug her on the way she says socks and ambassador. Yeah. Because I say am ambassador and she, ambassador yeah you know, so, okay well, how do you say root? root beer root beer root root beer root. okay root. root i'll mark it down on my my poll i've been taking for four years well i mean like is it, it, it does sound is like it, it's the appropriate way to say it and root, root beer no i like root you know like uh R-O-O-T, like really sound it out. That does seem like it's the appropriate way to say it. I don't know. I'm I'm speaking the Queen's language. You guys are speaking <laughs> whatever you're doing down there with no U's and flavor and all that jazz. I don't know. <laughs> so, don't forget color, too. Oh, yeah. co- everything. If yeah. it's flavor, labor, color, all those. <laughs> all of them, we, we add the U. It's yeah. for fun. It's you know? fun. Extra U fun. Yeah. It's not used enough, so we just throw it in for everything. Amen. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. oh, man. I added a U oh. into Amen. Fruit beer. Well, it's the kangaroo? Kangaroo. Or kangaroo. Okay. We know that it's obviously not <laughs> supposed to be root beer, but. It's better as root beer. I've actually tried to train myself to say it like you guys root. when people come into my store. <laughs> I just feel like when you sing Root Beer Radio, it just sounds a little hokey, especially yeah. when in our theme song. Root Beer Radio. I don't know, because I'm going to try, I'm just, with my customers, I'm going to go Root Beer and then convince them that that's the way to say it. That's right, because they're in your shop. You are the expert. Well, yeah. yeah, and I mean, really, like, I mean, Americans made Root Beer. Yeah. So you guys should get the way of of how to say it i mean fenomens mm-hmm. old english i never understood that right. old english what is it i don't even old english old english root. yeah i don't know what it is yeah eric has so a weird. nice uh, post on his blog about that yeah it just last <laughs> it's so bizarre <laughs> but it's like yeah it wasn't invented there like no. he, stick to tea right you know stick to tree fort you know Amen. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> uh, 
I shouldn't. I I haven't had any of their other sodas. You know something? Neither. I should try their other sodas because I th- maybe they're great. I just know the root beer tastes like tea. It does. But yeah. to be fair, to be fair, she made tea. Like I think she was like had, she had a tea shop and then made this root beer. So yeah, that's probably why it tastes like tea. But. Americans don't really know how to make tea, so yeah. we do not. No, no. <laughs> so is it like just a catastrophe going yeah. on there, or what? Like, I don't know. That's a good question. That's a very good question. <laughs> I do want to try her other sodas though, because yeah. I can't yeah. constantly slag her. You know, root. and and right. obviously people like it. Some people love it, right? So yeah. it's it's just yeah. the taste of the user. Like right. Bundaberg, right. like I'm sure there's a ton of people like Bundaberg. Well, that's I'm not one of them, but I right. mean, they have to be out there. I mean, like otherwise, why are they making it? Um, right. And distribu- what's strange is they their flavors, other than their root beer, yeah, are amazing. Like yeah, I like I know, their ginger beer a lot. Well, and next time I'm gonna send you a holiday spice because I have a yeah. bunch of it up here. Because I know you were looking for that, and yeah. it is actually one of their best flavors. Okay. And I mean, what they have like forty flavors, or yeah. something like that. I don't so. know. We only have their root beer and their ginger beer in our stores. Yeah. yeah well, you're you're way up north, so you kind of. And and also, you know, we're Canada, Australia. We did have the British flag on our flight. They still do because they, right. you know, they're mm-hmm. doing their criminal action down there and still, yeah. <laughs> still, still, you know, part of the Queen's action. We we said no way. We got the leaf on there, you know. So, right. But oh, get take off, eh? That's what we said. <laughs> take off. Take off. Take off, Ozer. Get out of here. Amen. Flag. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yes. That's what we were so, waiting for. All right, now we can end it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I got to get up early tomorrow. Sounds good. Well, it's a, a, a pleasure, a, a pleasure yeah. uh, you know, speaking to you guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got some we got some stuff brewing with you guys coming up, right? So, yeah. Which, uh, right? Yeah, Soda Pop Bros is our sponsor, everybody. We yeah. just started. Uh, Very exciting. Yes, and so you'll be hearing more about everything coming for Soda Pop Bros. Absolutely, and if you're American, you can get some shipping if it's a major issue for you. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I like everybody to get stuff, especially the Canadian stuff. You're mm-hmm. looking for Canadian stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I know you guys can't get it very well. Right. By all means, I also trade. Uh, you know, with Anthony. Uh, from uh, like I'm trading him a bunch of Canadian root beers plus my sodas uh, for you know some Manhattan special. Yeah. So because I can't get it here, right? Yeah. So, you know, I'll do stuff like that as well, right? Because I like uh, my Canadian people to try stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what it's all about with root beer, right? It's about yeah. not just you know it's about trying them all. Yep. That's what yeah. it's about. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's the mission we're on. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah, so, and I and I'm glad to help you along with that. Yeah, so. we greatly appreciate it. Awesome. Yes. Well, there should be hats coming. I know I couldn't shove them in there, but I was a little worried that the bo- the box would break. So right. mm-hmm. some hats, and I know uh, Matt's a tall, lanky fella, so I got to make a shirt specially for him. So. <laughs> oh, you don't you don't have to, but oh it... come on, I love giving stuff away though. Okay. That's the thing, right? You know. <laughs> yeah. So 
Yeah. Well, we we'll 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 get some contests going. How's that sound? I like that. Sounds yeah. Good. Do some giveaways. Yeah. For the people. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll get what we'll do is we'll we'll set up your either some hats or something or or just we'll send some uh, some of my brand root beer to them. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. In a whale pot, and we'll get a six pack, and we'll have to figure out something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get her done. Yeah. Like like was Mountain Dew ever caffeinated? Canada. <laughs> yeah. Find us. You know. I, I, I'm gonna do a deep dive uh, <laughs> as I try to go to sleep tonight to see if I can't find anything. But 4 a.m. Matt's like, <laughs> I'll, I'll wake up in a sweat at 4:30. I'm like, I didn't check this. <laughs> oh man. Then he'll be like, I need a Mountain Dew when he gets up. I yeah, no kidding. And the one you grab has no caffeine in it. That's how it's gonna end. Yeah, just like the stuff I grew up with. So. <laughs> Uh, all right well all right my name's dave and i'm matt thank you jeremy Jeremy. for joining joining us oh sorry i stepped on you stay you go okay i'm i'm jeremy soda pop (laughs) thank you uh and we are root beer radio goodbye goodbye two brothers set out on a lifelong quest to brew some root beer Discuss all the controversial topics that plague the root beer community. We're talking root.